0: It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Christopher Reeve. Oh, thank you so much. I'm wearing Roseanne's chicken shirt from the TV series Roseanne.
1: <laughs> and I'm wearing all plain clothes.
0: I literally put this on as a sight gag for you this morning. Well, I was I'm, like, I'm excited I, I'm about looking it. to get a, a nice little chuckle out of Megan. You did. You got a good yuck, based. yuck,
1: yuck out of me.
0: And it worked. You walked in and you almost instantly were like,
1: ah! I was.
0: Okay, so. Um,
1: this is the story of a girl. Who sings that song?
0: Oh, shit, who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And
1: though she looks so sad and lonely, I absolutely love her. She looks so sad in photographs. Oh, oh. This
0: is (laughs) the story story of a girl.
1: She cried a river she she drowned the whole world. Story of Noah. Nine
0: days, they were called. This is a
1: one-hit wonder, I'm sure. See
0: you later, nine days. Um, Okay, so it's (laughs) time to watch The Muppets (laughs) Megan.
1: It is time.
0: We watched the Christopher Reeve episode. Airing in the UK on February fifteenth, nineteen eighty, and in the US on February seventh, nineteen eighty. This was a pretty good episode.
1: I have to say it was, and I didn't realize how charming I find Christopher Reeve. Yo, He's me neither. So charming.
0: I only, I like. I've only seen like bits and pieces of those Superman movies, but after him on the show, i was I've like, just seen. I want to watch it.
1: Clips yeah. of the flying with the of, cape, like, yep obviously
0: wave. laying on his belly, like yeah. <laughs> on like it a weird so table ridiculous. or something. Yeah, it looks very stupid. <laughs> with like someone behind him with just f- holding the curtain, the, oh, yeah. the, 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 the the cape, and mm-hmm. shaking Their it, the strings <laughs> to make it look like it was really moving. Yeah, I've never seen a Superman movie, and I was surprised to see like how many had come out by then.
1: Aren't there three?
0: I think there's three, right? Oh,
1: but by then I don't know.
0: Because this episode aired in 1980, so I wonder if maybe there was only two episode, two movies yet. I don't know. Let me see if I can find this out easily. Okay, so the first Superman came out in 1978. Okay. And then uh ha, 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 load all of his wiki, his IMDb. Thank you.
1: And on, are you you're pulling up Christopher Reeve? Yes, his so Superman Bay two Bay.
0: had looks like G. Uh, was nearly ready to come out by the time this episode aired.
1: And there was a super- Superman
0: two came out in nineteen eighty. Okay. So that's probably I would if I had to guess, I'd say like summertime eighty, right? Summertime. You know?
1: Now scroll down. No, 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 don't get off of that yet. I'm not off of it. I'm and looking then,
0: at the release date of Superman two.
1: And then now see when he's in the movie Village of the Damned with Kirstie Alley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta keep these things going, right? Like we gotta find out.
1: Like, what is
0: the movie Village of the Dam? It's
1: I it's not objectively a good movie, but I really like that movie. Uh-huh.
0: What is it about?
1: It's about, um, this village, well, this small town.
0: Nineteen ninety five. Ninety five,
1: okay. And um some weird thing happens where the entire community like falls asleep or something like that. And then before you know it, like all these people are pregnant uh-huh. and then they all have babies over, like the same day, same time. This... And they're like these kids with this like platinum blonde hair <laughs>
0: and these like demon eyes. This looks like incredibly children of the corn.
1: It's it's like very children of the corn ask, but it's an alien story. They okay. turn out to be like aliens. And then Christopher Reeve oh, actually wow. sacrifices himself. Spoiler. Sacrifices this is pre- himself. his
0: accident. I didn't yeah. know that.
1: Spoil. Um, so I was curious, like, what movie was he in before this? But he's the co-star of this movie is Kirstie Alley, who works for like the FBI or something like yeah. that. She's but he's a doctor, and I guess she's a doctor, and she just smokes endless cigarettes in the movie.
0: That's all you want, even from her. yeah. You just want, that's all you
1: want, Kirstie. Even Alley in be these doing like in ET movie. tent style like hospital rooms uh-huh. that they have set up, like she's just smoking away. Uh-huh. And I'm sure some of those tanks are flammable. You know how they have, like, oxygen tanks? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: You're not supposed to have any sort of <laughs> flame And she
1: them. steals one of the babies, because one of the babies is born, like, stillborn. Uh-huh. And she steals it, because it guess it came out like an alien-looking thing. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, she had to do research. It came out looking but like an alien. But one of the thing. kids gets away, and he's a little different, because... All the kids are paired together, girl boy, uh-huh. very binary in the gender category here. Uh-huh. But I guess because they wanted to like, it's a very like Noah's Ark, like repopulate the world with okay, their, yeah, with
0: these. New, so like,
1: the little boy's name is I think his name is Daniel and ask me how much I know about this movie because apparently I know a ton about I'm like, movie. do you have any
0: idea? And you're like, I don't know. Let me see if I can open up an idea in my brain. And Let's Daniel's
1: see. other person was the stillborn baby. So he was like never, he never like fit in fully with the group, but uh-huh. they could all read each other's minds and like okay. read other people's minds. And then like his, I guess, mother who birthed him, even though she's not related to him at all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Reeve kind of like Conspires with her and saves Daniel, and then he blows himself up and like blows up the town, and her and the like alien boy escape. So it kind of leaves with like a closed ending, or well, not a clo- an open ending, where uh-huh. it's like, oh, he's somewhere in the world. Maybe this- there's going to be a village of the dam too. Maybe and there
0: will be. Village of the Dam came out April twenty eighth, nineteen ninety five. Christopher Reeves was in his accident in May of ninety five. So just after the release of this movie, damn. he was paralyzed. That's insane. Because I, I couldn't believe... I really thought that that had happened so much earlier in his career. Not, you know, that much, whatever. But I thought that he had, you know, damn.
1: He reminds me of, like, a Job story. Not to, like, bring this back to the Bible. But it's, uh-huh. like, a guy out there... And I don't know about Christopher Reeve's personal life. But everyone loved him. And seeing on this him on this yeah. Muppet show, he was very charming. Mm-hmm. Very ca- charismatic extremely talented well-rounded
0: performer well-rounded, well-rounded performer. Rounded performer and
1: then he's you know fucked with by yeah god essentially yeah. because somebody made a bet to god like oh Job wouldn't follow you if you uh didn't bless him and god's like i don't think so
0: i'm like i know Job. <laughs> <laughs> steve, Job.
1: steve Jobs. steve
0: jobs <laughs> okay okay why don't we get things started maybe? we
1: should we got really dark
0: I know. Really quickly. Jesus Christ. And I have good notes for this episode. I'm excited. I
1: I like this episode quite a bit.
0: So cold open, Scooter knocks on Reeves' dressing room door.
1: Fifteen seconds to curtain, Christopher. Oh, thanks a lot, Scooter. Hey, listen, can you tell me what these rats are doing in my dressing room? I think
0: it's the Foxtrot. (laughs) Gee, most stars get groupies. I get
1: rats.
0: (laughs) So I want to start by saying that I'm really excited that the rats are in this episode. And I did look it up. This is our first appearance of Rizzo. Steve Whitmire does play Rizzo in this episode and the next episode, even though it's more he's never addressed as Rizzo, and it's more just like, wow oh, wait, you know, like Rizzo noises. But I was really excited that oh we finally, gosh. we've been kind of clocking this as we see the mice and rats in sketches, and we're like, those aren't right yet. Waiting and for Rizzo. figured it out. That's, we've th- been that's waiting it. for yeah. Rizzo. new
1: movie, Waiting for Rizzo. <laughs> um, I do have to say, my first note here is, oh my god look at how young he is which one christopher reed i'm yeah. not used to seeing him this young
0: no i mean a lot of what we see is him and his like activism that he would do yeah. after he was paralyzed and stuff you know
1: and probably because i never saw the superman movies yeah and that, those I,
0: i've never seen them and i've heard good things about them like usually when a new superman movie or like casting comes out it's held up against him
1: is superman a boring superhero to you
0: i think so I do think so, even though this week, on the um, the they, 21st, a new Superman comic just dropped, and I read it, and I really enjoyed it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I really liked that. There
1: are some Superman comics I read. I read the Iron Sun one, or whatever. Red Sun. Red Sun, yeah. yeah. That was good. That yeah. was a really good... I've never read
0: Red Sun. I should read that.
1: I don't even know where Especially it is. Especially
0: because yeah. of how much you liked it. Like I liked it. I thought it was good. Usually enjoy I love... Superman... I love, you know, like, super, superhero I like, comics, Yeah, rather, except you know? for X-Men, because I, yeah.
1: I fucking love the X-Men. Make me an X-Men. I want to be an X-Men. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But I also like the Superman cartoon that used to play after the Batman cartoon. Yeah. And I liked it. I like the Bizarro episodes.
0: I love Bizarro. But
1: the, I think that those Superman cartoons, the ones that stand out to me the most, are the ones where Batman comes onto uh-huh. Superman, not... Yeah. Physically comes on to him, but he, he you see him, he makes an appearance on Superman. And then Jesus the Bizarro Christ. episodes, like Superman, like puts Bizarro on his, like another planet. But like, what's weird to me is I think he ends up in like a cage, not a cage, but like a facility where he's not really supposed to leave. Like, uh-huh. cause he has mental illness or uh-huh. something. <laughs> I don't know. Cause he has mental illness.
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. So, Kermit welcomes the audience to the show and announces their guest. None other than the fantastic film star, the man who portrays Superman, Mr. Christopher Reeve. As he happens to appear in the opening number, he's dressed in a robe to allow for a quick change and announce himself, let's hear it for me. Yay! So, then we go to the opening number. On a set dressed as a swamp, Kermit, dressed in a leisure suit, joins some frogs and an alligator singing so uh, Disco Frog.
1: Okay, I have notes here. I have Kermit looks like a Wall Street Coke bro from the 80s. And, and
0: we were not intended to watch this on a 50 inch LCD TV. I, I could see Jim oh, the yeah. whole time. I actually
1: liked that. It though. was really was, cool. Jim is like, look at his hands. <laughs> like, I'm watching it. and I'm like,
0: this is so crisp. I can fully see Jim in the back behind this curtain thing.
1: I loved it. And then I was like, okay, so this. I okay. I like this sketch, uh-huh. and it's filled with frogs, but no Robin.
0: No, why? 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 But because, probably because
1: Kermit was clearly on coke.
0: <laughs> he didn't want. He didn't want Robin. No, not super Robin.
1: Coke. I mean, he was jumping around like a crazy in a disco suit. Seven
0: other frogs in this set, and an alligator. And yeah, I just just feel like
1: '80s excess is really hitting hard in this episode. (laughs) I mean, you're really starting to see it. I feel like, I think
0: you're right.
1: Yeah, even Piggy. You're gonna see Piggy after this sketch, and but she's I mean, decked out. I'm like, girl, you got your that, hair done.
0: Look at the set that this is on too. Look at how real this water and all this other stuff looks like. This is a big no. That water's set real because Jim this.
1: loves to use water with puppets. Like it's, I think he gets off or he got off on it.
0: <laughs> Which is the worst combination. And,
1: and the puppeteers are like, okay, water again, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guess.
0: Kermit hops among the lily pads in a full in full body shots. With the help of a puppeteer (laughs) dressed in black. I love that puppeteers dressed in black are... There's a little thing I can click here.
1: But it's not Jim Henson? I guess not.
0: Oh, well. So now, next, backstage, as you mentioned, Kermit congratulates his fellow performers on a successful opening number. Miss Piggy enters from the stage door and announces that she's returned from picking up her costume for the number tonight. She plans to sing Never Before, Never Again from the Muppet movie with Kermit. But she promptly drops him, literally, when she hears that Christopher's Christopher Perfect Body Reeve is guest host of the show tonight. When she does this, I want to just address this first. When she says, oh, Christopher Perfect Body Reeve is tonight's host and drops Kermit and like runs away. Kermit goes, she's never called me perfect body. And I'm like, neither have you.
1: Yeah, you always insult her body. You
0: always insult her.
1: I know, but you know what else I was thinking about, Piggy? I was like, okay... Anytime, like, a hottie comes on mm-hmm. the scene, she's always dropping Kermie, like, real quick. And then I'm like, can you imagine if, like, Gonzo or another Muppet was the lead? Mm-hmm. Kerm- Piggy would be about that person instead of Kermie. I you think. You think so? I think like, so. Like, if it was,
0: like, Bunsen Honeydew is yeah. the host of the Muppet show. I'm starting to Piggy think so. rubbing up on his bald-ass head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm it's starting just, to think so, for she's sure. She's just
0: a, um, she's like chasing her next job. She's chasing job.
1: fame, she's yeah. She's chasing fame. Yeah.
0: I could see that. I did really, though, I really loved how jealous Kermit got oh, throughout this I whole love episode. I Kermit
1: gets and jealous. And that she
0: was like, I'm going to sing Never Before Never Again. Do you remember I sang it to you at the, in, in the Muppet movie? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I just like that they're addressing the Muppet movie as I, like. I like it, too. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: I love that they like all know that they were in a movie mm-hmm. together. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm getting at, yeah. Like, the idea that they all just did a movie we over the summer. We
1: did a movie. <laughs> uh, uh, Kermit! Where's Kermit? Kermit! Uh, uh, Gonzo, you're supposed to be doing the first act of William Shakespeare's Hamlet while hanging from your nose. I can't go on.
0: Why not? I sprained my nose. Oh, how did that
1: happen? Rehearsing with heavy shoes. But uh, listen, we we rented the scenery and the costumes and everything. Scooter, yeah, yeah, boss? Do we have anybody else backstage that can play Hamlet? Well there's Chris Reeve. He's real good and he's not busy till Vets Hospital. Good luck. Just stall for me, would you? What, stall for? Okay. I loved seeing him in this outfit though.
0: When he comes out with like that stupid collar and I, everything. I
1: really love it. It was really I cool. I have questions for you about uh uh shakespeare and hamlet but mm-hmm. i'll wait till the next slide
0: okay so we'll get to that first so kerman asked reeve if he'd like to fill in since they already have the set props
1: yep. since they put already you, have- put your glasses on i was told at the eye doctor the other day that i need readers yeah yep
0: it helps i don't I'm know why i'm old off. it's just not <laughs> as much comfortable not as much comfortable So Kermit asks Reeve if he'd like to fill in, since they already have the set and props ready for the sketch. Reeve says he's not really interested to play Hamlet, but Kermit persuades him to take the spot. Like his character in Superman, Reeve uses the phone booth to change his costume and tells Kermit he can introduce him. I did really like this. I loved the lean-in on, like, what you're famous for. He's sitting here and he's reading a Superman comic.
1: And there's a phone booth behind him, which I was like, at first when I saw the phone booth, I was like that's not a British phone booth because they're in England. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not supposed to know that, but they're in England. And then I was like, yeah. oh, Superman gets changed in a phone booth. I didn't
0: even think of how the phone booth they're filming is the in England. Swirl, it should right? be the red booth. Yeah. And then he's
1: like, all of a sudden, he's Superman. He's, uh-huh. he's Clark Ke- Why didn't they have him wear the glasses? Though? They
0: should have had him be wearing glasses, especially because he was sitting there reading a I book. I think so. That would have been that, very that funny. That
1: was missed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the book he was reading actually has references to the Muppets in it I had read. And I looked in my back issue bins at the shop to see if I had that Superman issue, but unfortunately I did not.
1: We have to be on the hunt for that now. So
0: I thought that was kind of neat that like he was even especially reading an issue that had Muppet jokes in it. You know?
1: What do you think the most famous Superman show of all time is? I'll go first. Lois and Clark. <laughs> or do you think Smallville? What else is out there, I, right? Th- I mean,
0: uh, I watched Lois and Clark when I was a kid. Everyone I remember in the watching 90s it. did.
1: Who did it?
0: I didn't watch Smallville. I watched Lois and Clark. And that show sucked.
1: Lois and Clark? Yeah. It was boring. It was boring. It was but so But I remember my dad boring. liked it and
0: I watched it with him here and there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Parents like that show. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Why, it's,
1: was it a comedy? Was it a
0: half hour or was it an hour? I don't know.
1: Felt like an hour. Yeah. That show like overtook the world though at the time. Who played Lois in that show? Terry you know? Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you remember the old Terry Hatcher? <laughs> <laughs> Terry. I had to lift my glasses for this. Terry Hatcher used to do these Radio Shack commercials a million fucking years ago with. One like an ex football player, I don't remember who, and then she would go, "Hey, guess what this is?" and it would be like a device, and she's making it go beep, beep 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 beep, and he'd be like, "I don't know, Terry. What what are you doing?" She's like, "I just got back from Radio Shack." Beep beep beep. Oh and yeah, she's
1: I like, remember
0: that. <laughs> and I remember Mad TV doing a really good parody of it.
1: I the old Mad TV is stupid and funny, uh-huh. and I miss it.
0: I they they were on HBO Max, but apparently they pulled them recently. And I'm like, fuck, I would have watched that. Because
1: they're probably so not PC. I, I
0: can't imagine they, yeah. I mean. <laughs> they're probably terrible. But that show had the advantage of being, because it wasn't live, they could do like really solid pre-recorded sketches, mm-hmm. you know? So it, I feel like it always, it had more hits than it had misses versus SNL. And I remember watching as a kid and being like, this show's better than SNL. Oh, it's God, like me too. It's like edgier. It's more, you know, like.
1: I would watch both, but. I
0: would watch both. I would watch, and it, I would. Because SNL starts at eleven thirty, right? and Mad TV would start at eleven. So I would put on Mad TV, and if I was like vibing with Mad TV, We're or doing a commercial, if the guest wasn't as good, I would stay on Mad TV. But if the guest was good and it was new, then I would move to SNL. You know, like.
1: Do you remember that button that you could press on your remote that switches channels back and forth?
0: Oh my god! The like channel return, so you'd yes. be like five for SNL. Yeah, for and then you whatever. type in your number, and, uh-huh. and then you know, and like, you go click click, like what? you could just. <laughs> Oh, it's still a commercial. It's still a commercial. And then jump back to your show really quickly that's without a, even missing a beat.
1: That's definitely a thing that I've forgotten about until just now. But when you mentioned watching Mad TV and SNL, I was, I constantly was on that. One podcast. of those
0: dumbass. I was.
1: Or if I was na- bored in the middle of a Mad TV sketch, I'd click over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're doing like Kenny Rogers again. Yeah. Or whatever. But
1: yeah. Like the Vancombe lady.
0: Mm-hmm. Stuart and his mom. Stuart
1: and his, m- oh my
0: God. Do you remember Dot? The little girl oh. with the, glo- my gloves. My
1: gloves. <laughs> oh my God, Dot. That act. That actor, Stephanie I mean, Weir, she is so She's
0: good. so funny. I like, she shows up on like random comedies every now and then. Like, she was on um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. And it's just whenever she shows up, I'm like, yes.
1: Nicole Sullivan. Mm hmm. What'd you, what'd you say her name was?
0: Stephanie Weir. Stephanie
1: Weir. Deborah Wilson,
0: the women of Mad TV, it's so good, and like, and
1: then who's the one you like? I, I like. I she have was no only idea. in like the first two seasons, yes, and then she she's left. so she was fucking so funny. funny. Yeah, but like Antonia, Ooh. Mm-hmm,
0: I know my favorite Mi- Oh God, all of these characters, and Even that's Alex like, oh, I,
1: <laughs> I forgot to mention her. How did I forget her? I know because she is so famous now. Yeah, and it's she, crazy. She is terrific. She's
0: so she is so famous now. And I still have time to forget that she's Lois Griffin, you know? Peter!
1: (laughs) It's so stupid. It's so dumb.
0: (laughs) So on stage, Reeve struggles with his lines, but gets some help from Fozzie, who has hidden himself on set with the script. Beauregard interrupts his performance to provide the actor's prop for the scene, a Muppet skull who plays the part of Hamlet's deceased friend, Yorick.
1: Okay, so... I have to ask you a couple questions about Shakespeare. Okay. This is one of many soliloquies in Hamlet. I mm-hmm. think he might have like three. Yeah. Do you remember watching Hamlet and reading Hamlet?
0: I I don't totally remember reading Hamlet. I remember watching Hamlet because I have a particular story about watching Hamlet.
1: I don't even know what it's about.
0: I don't totally know what Hamlet's about either.
1: Doesn't he kill his stepdad or his stepdad dies? I think that's a
0: lot of Shakespeare.
1: And there's like a mother involved.
0: Yes. I think this is one of those ones where it's like a there's, weird...
1: He's talking to the skull of his dead uncle, mm-hmm. right?
0: Alas, poor Yorick, I knew you well. Something like that, right?
1: You know more than me. Yeah. I'm just, I like, remember... This is so boring.
0: In Miss Lamb's English class in sophomore year, we watched Hamlet, the film. I don't remember what version it was, but there was a nude scene in the movie... And she tried to fast forward past it. or? Just a sex scene. Oh. You know. But she tried to, and like exposed breasts. Oh, boobies. So she I love how you're so polite. And I'm like, I'm like, dick, (laughs)
1: boobs. (laughs) Sorry. No bush. Just, uh,
0: (laughs) so she. Blurred out like in Japan. (laughs) She tried to. She freaked out because we all started laughing, and she got up, and she tried to fast-forward past it, but she hit rewind on accident, and we were like, you got it, and she sat back down. Roll back
1: that beautiful bean footage. (laughs) She
0: sat back down, and it played again, and we all laughed again, and she got up and freaked out. It's like, being in that class was kind of like being in a Looney Tunes
1: cartoon. They wheeled in the TV.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God.
1: So, uh, all I remember about Hamlet is that he's talking to himself most of the time in that uh-huh. movie. And are we to believe that people back then just worked their problems out out loud because they didn't have thoughts and they I, couldn't think in quiet in their head? I think that's it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they, maybe they hadn't figured that out yet. They hadn't they weren't. They hadn't invented thinking, working things out yeah. in your brain.
1: Imagine though Hamlet now, it's like Hamlet on a BetterHelp Zoom call. <laughs> 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 Talking to a therapist. Use
0: offer code Yorick at yeah. checkout to save <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bored with the way the scene is going, Yorick suggests Reeve sing instead. When Reeve explains that Hamlet doesn't sing, Link Hogthrob enters the scene, explaining the character name was his nickname when he was just a little porker. Fozzie, Yorick, Link, and Reeve proceed with the rendition of Brush Up Your Shakespeare. Oh,
1: I just got that. His name, they used to call him Hamlet. Hamlet. That is cute.
0: So I wanted to...
1: For a pig, that's really cute.
0: I wanted to just shout out really quickly that a friend of ours um, sent me a TikTok the other day. It's This is... You mentioned this a couple weeks ago about how, like... Folks now just share Muppet stuff with you. Yeah. You know? And our friend La sent me a video of someone who was, like, looking through. It was one of those things where, like... If you move your head it refreshes the cycle, you know, like oh, yeah, it's spinning yeah, yeah. about it. it. And so the guy says, "I'm spinning every Muppet cast member until I find one that can I, that I'm sure identifies as bisexual." <laughs> so, he's spinning it whatever and then Link Hogthrob comes up and he goes, "No, he's aggressively straight." And I was like, "Oh,
1: oh no." Sir,
0: sir, you've never seen the Muppet oh, show. Oh no.
1: <laughs> Maybe on TV. <laughs>
0: I'm like I don't think so. Yeah,
1: he's only aggressively straight on. TV. And
0: he ended up. Um, There's a
1: Rock Hudson situation happening.
0: He ended up very happy that it landed on Scooter, and I was like, "Oh, I think Scooter's asexual, he, or he's an incel." Oh, he's an incel.
1: <laughs> you land on Scooter and you're like, "I'm happy." I know. I guess based on aesthetics, with his little tufty and his jacket, I get I, it. But he's a fucking troll. I, I can't stand him
0: cannot stand scooter
1: even though cannot you bought i love how you bought me the villains <laughs> you're like here's your scooter toy here's the like, villain thanks.
0: well you know when you're a little kid growing up all you have is just the power rangers you don't have zordon you don't not zordon you don't that have would be a cool you know you need one. a bad Re- guy figure
1: rita yeah that would be so cool to have i always rita. had
0: just the ninja turtles i didn't have as many like you know foot soldiers or whatever you need to have a villain
1: what about like the disc What about like you ever go to the toy store and it's like all the discounted toys that no one would buy mm-hmm. from the sets, and then you're like, I guess so. <laughs> when I was, a I kid, really I had- wanted a new toy, so I guess this will do. As a kid, I had
0: a Doctor Strange figure. That way, I didn't know who Doctor Strange was, but I thought he looked cool, and I was like, he'll be a bad guy for yeah. Spider-Man to beat up. <laughs> So Kermit stops by Piggy's dressing room to let her know she's on next. As her door is ajar, he peeks in the room and finds it completely redecorated with Superman memorabilia. Unsure of where to put the autographed picture of Christopher Reeve, Fo Foo makes room by knocking away the only framed picture of Kermit.
1: It's a real dog at first.
0: It's a real dog at first. Why? That was bizarre. And like, it's it's a poorly trained real dog because they're like, Okay, FooFoo, Foo, come down here. And the dog, like, literally looks and takes its sweet-ass time getting down. They probably had, like, ten
1: cuts on that.
0: (laughs) The audience sighs in Sympathy as Kermit's realization that she never called him a beautiful brute. So, again, Kermit's feeling bad for himself.
1: (sighs) Kermit. He probably slept with Piggy Sue this night.
0: Oh, my God. He probably did. After this episode, he was like, you know what? I... Peggy Sue. What do you call her? Pe- Piggy Sue. Yeah. Right? What is her name? Annie Sue? Annie Sue. He's like, Piggy Sue, let's go. And she goes, okay. Uh, okay, boss. Yeah. She just gets in his car.
1: He you No, know, he's like this. P-Sue. You want <laughs> <laughs> you wanna hang? You want to go uh, hang out with me tonight? She's like, I guess so. She
0: sits in the basket on his bicycle. She's like, if you buy dinner. <laughs> in a Muppet's news flash, the newsman announces... That a sheep has escaped from the Department of Agriculture's maximum security sheep station. The killer lamb has been bred to hunt wolves and trained to attack the sound of, at the sound of a bell.
1: Did you- Just then, oh, a rotary
0: sorry. phone rings on his desk, prompting a violent attack by the sheep from the rear. Did what?
1: I'm jumping. Mm. Keep going.
0: Oh, okay. Just then, a rotary phone rings on his desk, prompting the violent attack from the sheep in the rear. In Veterinarian's Hospital, Nurse Piggy tells Ralph... Wait, isn't there a
1: sheep sketch, or is that later?
0: There... Okay. Whoa. Because
1: I don't know why it's not on here, but Frank was the sheep, and that's what I wanted to ask you. I go, do you know who the wolf sheep was? It was definitely Frank.
0: The sheep sketch is not here. You're right. Weird. Okay, wait. Because I had read also, in the notes here... Yeah, for some reason, the notes are at the top of this episode on the wiki... So the pig the sheep sketch was cut for Disney Plus.
1: Well, we saw it. Not though.
0: Disney Plus, for was cut for Nickelodeon rather. Oh. Uh, I wonder why it's not listed here in the notes. You know what? This is interesting too because we've hit a part of this series now where this season four was never released on DVD.
1: Uh, so there is no like
0: I don't know how these notes were gathered previously, if it was just from yeah, syndication I, or what. I you don't know? know.
1: Yeah, exactly. These wiki notes maybe weren't dated in a while
0: maybe yeah because they're the the sheep sketch was cool too
1: i I wouldn't even know how to go about like because i know wiki is like editable by other people Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even know how to go about like trying to fix this no i don't
0: know so yeah the next thing after our news flash was in veterinarian's hospital nurse piggy tells ralph that he's the patient today so he can get a taste of his own medicine nurse janice backs him backs her up by saying that Bad taste never bothered him before. Filling in for Dr. Bob is Dr. Reeve, who explains that he's a GP, which Nurse Piggy insists means gorgeous person. The announcer (laughs) begins to tease next week's episode, but Reeve says he won't be here. And then they say, you mean you're leaving? Asks Piggy. Reeve responds faster than a speeding bullet and shoots out the door of the operating room.
1: I noticed during the sketch that Jim put himself in every single sketch with Christopher Reeve. And I think it's probably because he liked him as a person. Oh, I make I'm making up things of why people do things.
0: You're right, though. Even Kerm- like Kermit is lurking around and stuff. Oh, that's so weird.
1: Link sh- showed up in the Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, like
1: he's and in like every Link doesn't with him.
0: Yeah, Link doesn't really break into that many other things. You know, that's interesting.
1: And I noticed that he avoids being in sketches with certain other people too. Like maybe he just doesn't vibe with them.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so strange, and I mean this. Like you said, he's like charming as hell.
1: Oh yeah, he's absolutely so charming. This
0: episode is like it's so good too because of it. Like, and
1: and it's like not. I was thinking uh about this. It's like not every sketch is a banger, Mm -hmm. but yet the episode is still really good, and it's because Christopher Reeve is doing a great job. So when he is on screen, he
0: carries so much extra. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Just you're just captivated by him for no reason. I loved this UK spot
0: for no reason. UK spot Sam the Eagle is backstage oh, yeah. writing a letter to complain about hey, the conditions man. of the Muppet show as he writes Janice and Floyd
1: hey man
0: begin to sing Sam's song as Rizzo dances Beauregard joins on the harmonica and Nigel whistles until Sam can't take it anymore and scares everyone off uh, alone again Kermit finds Sam humming the tune which he embarrassingly refers to as something called Fred's song
1: yeah. <laughs> And then Kermit was like, oh, it's a good song. And he's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> it reminded me of Seinfeld, though, an early Seinfeld episode where, like, George can't stop singing. Uh, I think it's the same episode I talked about the other day with the jacket. Oh, my God. Modern. Oh, no, it's from Les Miserables.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: And he's singing
0: it. I am in modern, modern. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: That, that song has come up a bunch on The Muppet Show lately, too. Yes. That's... Everything and, connecting is so weird to me. And so
1: then weird. even speaking of Les in the next I'm jumping, but mm-hmm. in the next part, um, I think Christopher Reeves says something in French to Piggy, and she's like, what?
0: Oh, it <laughs> fucking kills me. Okay, so back in his dressing room, Reeves confers with the rats on his script for the show. Piggy drops by wanting to know how he got a job as Superman and is amazed when he takes off his hospital gown to reveal a tight blue t-shirt. He tries to explain his audition process, claiming strength had nothing to do with with getting the part. <laughs> but he keeps effortlessly destroying the furniture in the room when he rips the closet door off. So I love stupid. that there's a
1: delay, though. Uh- <laughs> there's a delay in all the furniture breaking. It makes it
0: so much better. Like the, <laughs> it's the campy. sound and the thing. Yeah, it's so great. Having already looked for the Superman suit in his wardrobe, Piggy asks him to use her body to recreate the scenes in which Superman flew with Lois Lane in the movie. Kermit peeks in just as the two are locked in an embrace. Yeah, they cut that that joke in the notes here. But yeah, he says something. He responds to her in French. And then she goes, what? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> I love when people speak real French to Piggy and she's, she is It completely no misses for her. Oh, hey, this is going to be good. Look. Come in. I mean, at least get like Rosetta Stone or something. I know they don't have she the apps yet, but... She's
0: scrolling through her Duolingo in yeah. between sketches. Okay, so Fozzie and a matador play the Torador song together on a piano. Unfortunately for them, the tune seems to have lured a bull to their performance who charges the duo and sends them flying off stage.
1: I just, I, I, fine. The sketch was fine, but I, I don't understand why just it Just extra
0: little weird bits. I don't know either. It
1: was weird. It
0: happened so quickly, too, that, like...
1: And like what it was he doing that it had to do with like a matador.
0: Mm I don't know. This feels like one of those pre-recorded things. They realized the episode was only forty minutes long and, and like, they're like, oh, what do we got? fill what it we got? with something else. Yeah. We don't have Tide commercials enough to <laughs> <laughs> At Muppet Labs, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew introduces their latest invention in an electrically in electrically an electric <laughs> an electrically heated milking it's machine. It's electric.
1: Doot doot doot.
0: He intends to demonstrate on a dairy cow, but the cow freaks out, tangling Beaker's hair in the contraption. And then the I machine... have to say here
1: that's not a dairy cow. It's a, is it a brown cow?
0: Yeah, that's a brown cow.
1: Aren't dairy cow are dairy cows sometimes brown? I don't know. When
0: I was a little kid and we were driving through Lancaster, my mom would tell me that was the chocolate milk cow.
1: Oh yeah, maybe. But I think that the brown cows are usually uh, I think cattle. They,
0: they have they're on dairy for well okay.
1: But maybe that is a chocolate milk cow.
0: I think it's probably a chocolate milk yeah. cow. My mommy said that, yeah. so it's probably the truth.
1: <laughs> I love it. We'll go with what Maureen told you. <laughs>
0: the machine overheats and the teat cups explode, revealing a permanent which Bunsen calls hauntingly attractive when <laughs> when Beaker's hair is curled like Annie.
1: I liked it. And Bunsen like literally
0: embraces it's him.
1: Annie, that's. <laughs> Bunsen got, like, really into him. He was very into it. I liked it. <laughs> this is queer baiting though, but I liked it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Look at this work they're doing. 1980s and they're queer baiting. Meg. Look exactly.
1: at that. Cur- All I'm going to say is, like, I think that the making of this episode, they were definitely doing the coke in the drawers. Yeah. 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 I know Jim was like, oh, sometimes I would do it, but, like, <laughs> Not quite necessarily, but you know they were partying.
0: Maybe maybe Jim didn't, but the Swedish chef definitely did. Kermit introduces Piggy to sing Never Before, Never Again, and Rolf gets through the intro before Piggy sabotages the performance, slamming the piano cover on his fingers.
1: I didn't like this. I, I, I'm not I'm not Ralph isn't my favorite character, but like Piggy, chill the fuck out.
0: He's getting one second of a bit. This is right? why like, I think
1: like she is like all drugged up in this episode.
0: Also, I really wanted to hear that song instead of this East of the West East of the Sun and West of the Moon. I didn't like that.
1: Oh, this song was boring.
0: So, oh, sorry, I lost my train of notes here. Sunrise,
1: sunset. When was uh, Fiddler on the Roof established? Why didn't they use the Fiddler song for this?
0: Well, because that would be weird. Why? I don't know. Isn't that song about death? it's uh,
1: It's about sunrise, sunset. It's about life and death. It's about the circle of life.
0: So Kermit wants to know who will replace him, and Piggy suggests Reeve. After another quick telephone booth wardrobe change and leaving Super Rat in charge, Reeve takes to the stage to accompany Piggy. Although he's not familiar with the song, Piggy insists he play east of the sun and west of the moon. Partway through their duet, Piggy asks him to sweep her away in flight over the buildings of Metropolis. Making a joke about her weight, they finish the song as Piggy litters him with kisses, all over his neck and chest.
1: All these smart, creative people in the writer's room can't think of anything better to do than write about people's weight. I know.
0: They're, like, stuck on it. Stuck on it. But, you
1: know, it's true, I guess. Peter Griffin's right. You know, only women are fat. Men (laughs) aren't fat. They never made a weight joke when, uh... Like, Zero Mistel was on or something like that. No,
0: they had Dom DeLuise, who would make them against himself all the time. Yeah. He made a whole movie about his weight. Yeah, but guess what?
1: Men aren't fat.
0: Nope. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, closing the show, Kermit asks... You're ready for... Here's here's another one for you, too. Closing the show, Kermit asks Rave about his appearance. He makes another reference to Piggy's weight, provoking a karate chop on the stomach. Unexpectedly, Piggy's arm behaves as if it's hit petrified wood. Petrified wood. I I'm sorry. That. It was like steel was the joke, right?
1: This Muppet Muppet Wiki needs ChatGPT to rewrite all of these paragraphs. <laughs> There's such a better way of saying that. She hit his stomach and then hit it like it was a brick wall. Yeah. Hit it like it was steel. steel because they made the, the joke. man like, of steel. Yes.
0: Surprised. Kermit petrified explains, wood. He really is the man of steel.
1: Oh, he really is the man of petrified wood. <laughs> Th- this person was like he is Groot. But like this person, like thought of petrified wood. Who wrote I know. this too?
0: Petrified wood isn't strong either, is
1: it? I, I wouldn't don't know. even think to. I I've heard of like petrified eggs. Petrified. What are
0: petrified eggs?
1: It's like a, an egg that's like a rock. Oh, it's because like, okay. it like Turns into a. Isn't that what being petrified is? It's not.
0: Yeah, you're like stone. You're right. You're okay. To, stone, to be petrified right? is yeah. You can't move because you're just turned to stone. I
1: got chills. I'm petrified. Did you see? That? Okay,
0: here's a segue. Did you see the trailer for the um, Pink Ladies TV show on Disney on Paramount Plus? Rather? Please tell
1: me Frenchie's in it. The no, original it is, Frenchie. It takes
0: place years before. It's about like the founding of the Pink Ladies. You know who but, is in it though. But
1: what I'm saying is, she could play like a mom of She'd one of probably, the kids or something I'm sure, like that, or Graham. I don't know how she's now. I'm sure they they're have all to put her in it. it.
0: I'm certain they're all showing up in it. But your favorite is in it. Whose name? suddenly has escaped me oh my god megan chloe savini no ruchel from difficult people
1: oh jackie hoffman jackie hoffman ruchel from difficult oh my god jackie hoffman I just fred armison is her husband uh-huh. in that, and i just there <laughs> difficult people is one of the greatest shows of all time yeah it should come back
0: it should come back they, I feel like that's the kind of show that would be primed for a reboot
1: typic, in the typic. world
0: where everything is being rebooted. They would do such a good satire on the idea of being rebooted yeah. too. Damn, they should do that. All
1: right, Megan. Jackie Hoffman's terrific. I do have one. Th- I mean, you could say like, here, here's what's up for next week. But before yeah. we end, I just have one note that has literally nothing to do with the Muppets, but has everything to do with RuPaul's Drag Race. And on this last episode of and I have to tell you, it's what's going on. There's all this controversy happening. I with cannot believe, race.
0: Megan, that Drag Race has been going since January, and you haven't talked about it yet.
1: I did. I really
0: don't feel like you have. Oh, I don't probably feel not. Like you have this at all. season
1: sucks. Yeah. By the way, it's really oh, this bad. Is why. And they put this other show, and I buy it on Amazon, like whatever, because mm-hmm. I I don't have cable. I'm not gonna like. Whatever. It doesn't
0: come on Paramount Plus like next day or something. No,
1: it doesn't. Oh, that sucks. Uh, um, the All Stars, Drag Race All Stars, is on Paramount Plus automatically. Okay. Drag Race UK, I watch on Wow Presents Plus. I'm paying way too much money for Through like the gay content. For... Yeah. And uh, so for the I just culture. so I just buy the seasons, whatever, on mm-hmm. Amazon. Um, so they cut the episodes down to 30 or 40 minute episodes.
0: Really? And they
1: like barely talk about the judging. They uh-huh. they skim over the runway. And I'm telling you, these people spend thousands of dollars on the runway looks and they like basically brush over them. Because and all this
0: work and hours of costume, to, f- to build your costumes and everything. And they everything. just
1: moved it onto MTV. So it yeah. used to be on VH1, 90 minute episodes, whatever. It was
0: on Logo, right? Yeah, Then VH1, then... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So now this is
0: its third change.
1: It's on. It's all Viacom and it's from the bigger, beginning. But
0: like, it's it's uh, on its third network. It's bigger than ever. You'd mm-hmm. argue, right? Like this is.
1: But they they decided. I guess MTV decided to come out with this show for the gays. I mean, and this is a show that belongs on Bravo, by the way. The type of show that this is. It's uh-huh. uh, it's called like the Real Gays of WeHo or something like that. Okay. And it's like there's this like there's this guy Todrick Hall who's on it and people like love him hate him he's a controversial gay figure whatever Uh and he was like basically they're not there was a whole protest in the gay community to shut this show down Uh and basically they're not giving it a second season and on march 6th or whatever we're going to start getting 90 minute long episodes again of drag race oh cool but this season is so shit
0: so okay they're filming so then are they actively filming this season while it's airing
1: Then no i'm sure they have they film.
0: So they're re editing probably yes, what's got to be in the can. Oh, I'm um, right? sure they
1: have it because, you know, they do like what they call Untucked, which is like yeah. the behind the scenes version. There's so much content that they film. They film, like, they probably don't even use most of the content that yeah. they film. So, of course, they can re edit it. But, like, RuPaul's Drag Race brings in so much money. Like, mm-hmm. it's the equivalent of, you know, when people, when, like, I guess, straight guys go out. And they watch sports at like a sports bar and they like meet on a Sunday and they or they want to watch the big UFC fight or something. We have a
0: friend whose partner is a drag queen and she hosts the gays
1: go out for a, it.
0: a night every episode yes. where they heckle the show it's and whatever. It's a big yeah. thing,
1: like, it's a business. It's like it brings in money for the the gay community in ways that have nothing to do with like just it being on TV. Yeah, like there's yeah. events based. On- anyway, this is not why I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it, especially to you, is that they did an acting challenge this last episode, and it ended with Danny Trejo coming in, Uh and at the end of the episode, RuPaul himself says... This is an homage to Tim and Eric's great job. Oh, wow. What? So they did a, an entire sketch <laughs> series based on that. I'm Tim and Eric. And that's why I had to bring it up to you because that's like. <gasps> that's so weird. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yes. And RuPaul himself like said it. So he must have like seen it and that's pitched the idea. bizarre.
0: Yeah. That's so cool.
1: I think it's pretty cool. So that's oh why I brought God. it up.
0: That's so weird. Those are two different worlds that are also so similar. Yeah, because like, you know. it's goofy.
1: It's campy. Uh-huh. And they did like this. They they had this sitcom. It's an acting challenge they do called the Daytona Winds. And the first one, they, you know, added fart sounds mm-hmm. or whatever in a different season. And this one was like about accidentally eating. Um, first, it was like eating. What is that? Urn fluid. Urn fluid. Ashes? Cremation. Cremains. Yeah, yeah cremains. <laughs> urn fluid. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man.
0: Meg, You got to bring your car into the shop. You got to get that urn fluid checked out. And then
1: Danny Trejo comes in and it turns out he was Big Daddy and blah, (laughs) blah, blah. But these two gays don't know the references. Big Daddy, the name Big Daddy as like a patriarchal figure is from Tennessee Williams. It's like from a Tennessee Williams. I think it's from Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. Uh
0: That's the only Tennessee Williams I could probably name.
1: Oh, no. that one. Yeah. You can't name the other famous one. What is it? Um... Oh wait, Cat on a hot tin roof is that famous one. Is that's the one with Stella, right? Stella. No, I'm thinking of a different one. It's not Cat on a hot tin roof. It's the one the where car. like Oh no, Streetcar is Stella. Is yeah. That, is yeah. Streetcar Named Desire yeah. is the one with Stella or whatever. And then what the one I'm talking about, it's Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and it's about like, you know, this like athlete who gets injured and he's with his wife or whatever, and it's like he may or may not be secretly face. gay. But the patriarch of like his father in the play, they call him Big Daddy. It takes uh-huh. place in Louisiana, uh-huh. anyway, I'll but like they declare. have all, yeah, they have all these like references that I'm telling uh-huh. you these young folk don't know nothing about. And Rue was like trying to tell them how to act, and uh-huh. he and he did an impersonation of I think Urkel, and I'm like, these kids don't know Urkel. It's Roo. getting
0: to a point where like maybe they're gonna have to pass the torch. <laughs>
1: these kids did not grow up with TGIF. Yeah, they don't know. No, a, they're
0: like they I don't know Urkel. Yeah, at all.
1: <laughs> you don't know Urkel step by step.
0: So, on the next episode, we're going to be watching the Linda Carter episode of The Muppet Show, episode 419. Are you excited for Linda Carter? Wonder Woman! In honor of Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, Scooter buys a mail-order course on how to be a superhero. Soon, a crowd of Muppets are wearing silly costumes and reading Invincibility Made Easy.
1: And, spoilies: Doug's favorite, New Zealand, is in the next episode. I'm so excited
0: (laughs) for New Zealand. Meanwhile, Miss Piggy appears as Wonder Pig and battles a giant chicken. So join us next week as we watch the Linda Carter episode. You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Message us. And uh, until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Chris.